0: Radley B Leeds podcast with me Tom Bradley I'm a good friend Tom Moddy. We're here to dissect Leeds' blistering start to the season They're top of the league After the game's played on joint points with Middlesbrough But we'll also look ahead to crucial games Against Millwall We we all know it fell apart there last season And another midweek tie against Preston The only side this season so far To beat Leeds United Albeit in the Carabao Cup Tom, leaves me to uh, bid you a good evening How are you doing? All good, mate. Yep, you. Yeah, I'm all right. Leeds are top of the league. The the under twenty threes are are in sizzling form as well. What, could, what 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 could be better? Absolutely flying, aren't we? Fantastic news. We are, yeah. And I get well. August is out of the way now. And on, on paper, August was was a very difficult month. I thought, especially although we had Bielsa, I think we're all going into un, unknowingly what what was going to going to take place. But we've only dropped points against Swansea and Middlesbrough, and I think any fan would bite your hand off for that, wouldn't they?
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's been an unbelievable start. I mean, um, we've been absolutely fantastic. The style of football's been brilliant. We've seen goals. We've been more solid at the back than I think maybe people expected. And um, what more could you ask for? Top of the league. Twenty threes are going well. As you mentioned, you know the progression path looks good, and uh, long may it continue. Let's see what happens in September what would you say
0: our our best performance has been so far in August obviously the, I think Derby is probably a
1: highlight but is there any others that, that stick out for you yeah I mean luckily we Pretty much terrific across the board, to be honest. I think I think you're right. I think Derby was the best one. It was the sort of smash and grab element of that. You know, we turned up weren't we? We obviously dominated Stoke on the opening day, where we that was a, a terrific performance. But we went to Derby, and all the hype was around Lampard and what he's done with that with with a Derby team. You know, getting in there, they'd beaten Reading on the opening day. But we went there, and we absolutely trounced them. You know, we played them off the park. We'd won the game with sort of 15 minutes to go. You know, a difficult ground to go and win Pride Park. It's always always a busy attendance, always always a decent crowd there and we, we just went there and we waltzed it and I think you have to also look at Carra Road for the, the sort of uh, similarities there as well, again you know we came through sort of difficult uh, first 15 minutes and uh, just as soon as we scored our opener, absolutely walked away with it didn't we, we, actually, we played them off the park again in front of a, a ground that's always reasonably full, they get decent home support and we just went there and blew them away, you know these are grounds we don't traditionally win in and we're walking away with comfortable performances and having scored seven goals across the team, Two games.
0: And speaking of, of good performances Obviously the the Player and Manager of the Month awards Were recently announced Bielsa, Manager of the Month Kamaru, Player of the Month Pablo Hernandez, PFA, Player of the Month It's been a clean sweep hasn't it In terms of awards and recognition For what has been a fantastic start to the season
1: yeah, and fully deserved. You know, we obviously Bielsa's got resu- those results. He's got those results in tough places. And you can't really argue with Kemar Roof, you know, who thought he'd actually be starting at this point in yep. the season. Uh, you know, when Bamford came in, obviously Roof was always slated to play that first game against Stoke, having gone a full pre season, but he's kept his place, he's kept a seven million pound man at the team. You know, Leeds United don't spend that sort of money anymore. He there's absolutely no, no doubt in my mind that Uh, Bamford was slated in to start after the first couple of games absolutely deserves his player of the month award and you know Pablo has been terrific as well it must have been a a close run thing between those two for the player of the month award I think he's been fantastic the way he ran the game at Norwich and we we really missed him last time at Middlesbrough you know we missed his sort of craft we missed his guile and um, yeah fantastic terrific stuff and um, all, all of them thoroughly deserve their awards Well, just
0: touch on Roof for a second. Obviously, you mentioned there that many people probably would have thought he wouldn't have got in the team this season, especially when they went and signed Patrick Bamford for £7 million. What areas of you of his game do you think he's worked on? I mean, for me, he looks much sharper and much fitter, and obviously, I think we could tell he could score goals because he scored thirteen in the season previous. So, is, do you think it's it's that fitness side, or do you think maybe there's also a mental side that he's improved on? I
1: think, I think strength as well. Look at the way he's conditioned. For me, he's holding the ball up a lot better. I know, obviously, for striker, the main the main point is about goals. But what we really missed up front for me last season was um, that sort of Chris Wood sort of ability to yeah. you know, bring the ball down. And and bring players into play around him and uh, yeah Roof did score goals last season from that position you know his his hit rate wasn't too bad uh, I don't think that was the, the worst element of his game but I think we really struggled to get out from the back when, uh, when Roof was up top on his own last year I think we've sort of really struggled to hold the ball up and, and he's improved that exceptionally. You know, he's obviously worked really hard in the gym. He's, you know, he's bulked up, if you like, and he's he's holding off St. halves and bringing people into play. And that's given us a, an easy out ball and, and letting us play off him. Also, his movement's been terrific. Yeah. You know, that opening day against Stoke, he got the Skyman of the match without scoring a goal. He actually missed a couple of great chances and he and he still got the Man of the Match award because of some of the terrific runs in behind he was making. You know, he pulled Shawcross all over the place. He pulled Martin's Indy all over the place. I thought he was absolutely fantastic on that opening day. And you just look at that goal he scored against Derby. His his opening goal. His movement off the centre half. He peels away, produces a fantastic header in between in between two defenders. You know, you mix that with his movements. It's a great step. It's a great run. And. Um, yeah, fantastic, and, that, and that's got to be down to the coaching, hasn't it? You know, yeah. players can have natural tools, finishing abilities, as you said. We've seen that in Roof's game before, but to, to have that movement, you know, that, that sort of clever coaching and teaching players to go in the right area, and that's one area I think Beels has really had an impact. You know, he's, he's teaching players to have a bit more intelligence around the game to go with sort of the, the natural talents they already have as footballers. And we, you know, we already know Roof can score goals. He smashed them in for that. That's I know it was League Two, but for for Oxford that year before he came to Elm. We know, we know he's a goal scorer when he gets the chance and you know he's unleashed it in August and let's hope that continues
0: yeah I think he's well on his way to uh, probably justifying his price like and probably probably more so if he continues like he started I think was it maybe £3 million we paid for, him yeah, for Oxford yeah, I, and obviously at the t- I'm, not sure, I'm not sure that was up front either. Yeah. I think that
1: was a total deal
0: and obviously at the time he's coming from League 2 He well he bossed League 2 and he well, I think you could tell he was better than a League 2 player but Before this season, do you think maybe people question even paying that much for him and now it's difficult to argue with paying that little for him and if he continues this form for the rest of the season, I mean he got 13 goals over a sort of indifferent season, if he can continue this then do you reckon
1: we'll look at maybe a 20 plus goal goal season for him? Yeah, I mean, look, if he carries on in this vein, there's absolutely no doubt about it. He can hit 20. And um, Yeah, I think a lot of people would have sort of take it or leave it had he gone in the summer. You know, there was a, a few reports kicking around of Reading interest in him. And a lot, I don't think a lot of people would have been too bothered had, had Roof left this summer. I, I was sort of in the in the middle camp. You know, I wasn't too unhappy if he left. wasn't too unhappy if he stayed. I quite wanted to see what he'd do under a new coach, somebody who, who worked with him differently, especially someone with the, with the talents of Bielsa. But at the same time, you know, I thought... That was probably an area we could improve. He'd had two years without, with you know, he didn't quite hit the heights that maybe we'd expected after that move. But it is a tough jump. League two to the championship. You know, not everyone makes it look easy. I know Ollie Watkins has done the same at Brentford and he's, <clears throat> he came from Exeter and he's, he's absolutely excelling this season, isn't he? Mm. You know, he had that first year where he sort of impressed in parts and he's absolutely flying as well. So, you know, there's quite clearly talent there. Maybe he just needed a bit of time to settle in and a coach to sort of really unlock his potential.
0: Well certainly so. And obviously we we mentioned Pablo Hernandez who won the PFA Player of the Month award, which is the fans vote, of course. I mean at thirty three, Tom, he looks as fit as a 25 year old and his impact on the game has certainly not dwindled has it he's been fantastic so far this season and like you mentioned uh, a few
1: minutes ago he was sorely missed against Billsborough wasn't he? That's a joke I mean you know if you're still running around at that like younger players should look at him and be ashamed of themselves the amount of the work rate he can get through the fitness levels I remember the conversations we were having you know two seasons ago into Gary Monk when we we used to say Pablo Hernandez couldn't play away games Yeah, you know he couldn't affect games he's got He's got wiser. He's learnt a new league, a new league at this age. Obviously, he had the spell in the Premier League with Swansea. But, you know, he came back to England after a spell out in the wilderness in Qatar. And, it, you know, you could, you could quite tell he had the, the craft and the guile of a, of a top top player but perhaps that sort of game management away from home was slightly missing from his game weirdly for so for someone of such experience but he did used to drift out of games and you often wondered whether it was even worth picking Hernandez I remember going to Huddersfield in a real sort of playoff clash sort of uh, early in 2017 and he just he was nowhere to be seen for the whole game you know was sort of run off the park um you know, he just wanted him to pick the game up more by the scruff of the neck, and he certainly did like that last year. You know, he was one of the only players to stand up while we were appalling at certain points last year. You know, he was one of the only players to stand up for hacking bottom all of the last campa- campaign. You know, he he picked his performances up and he sort of dragged the team through a little bit. Uh, led by example And under Bielsa You know There was some Those great quotes From Bielsa About working with a player yeah. How he can learn As a coach off him that That's fantastic to hear Of his uh, You know His attitude's right And he's he's getting it Absolutely spot on On the training ground And the pitch And we definitely Missed him against Middlesbr- Middlesbrough You know We missed the sort of The creative element Someone that could A bit of craft A bit of guile Sort of playing that Final third Pick a pass Something that Saez does But I, I think with even More consistency than Saiz You know You yeah. can always bank on Hernandez and let, let's not forget either that um, he's gone back to his original position of sort of playing out wide that's yeah. how he burst through as Valencia he won a Spanish cap out there has pushed him back out wide and he's sort of reinventing his game again you know the, the talent that player has in, in terms of football intelligence is, is just ridiculous he's, he's brilliant and I hope Leeds are getting as many young kids working with him as possible because they could be learning many many things from him Certainly so And
0: I think one player That probably needs Needs him to be around him Is probably Saiz Yeah I I totally agree I I think think I think All sorts from Hernandez's game I think Saiz Against uh, Middlesbrough was getting the ball enough times but the, that sort of final pass or the, the right decision wasn't quite there and it, he seems to tick better I think when Hernandez is in the team and I don't know whether it's a Spanish connection or maybe it's some sort of mentoring sort of thing but I think he works better with Hernandez in the side and we need it sounds daft but we need to keep Hernandez fit I know he's 33 but He's going to be a crucial part of this season, isn't he? And I do honestly think that Saez is a better player when he's in the side.
1: I totally agree, and I think a lot of the reason for that, though, as well, is um, you know they sort of interchange roles when uh, Hernandez and yeah. Saez yeah. together. They, they mix and match. It's harder for defenders to pick them up, so Saez can pop up, and he's he doesn't you know there's not the sort of pressure on him as the main man to create. Uh, Hernandez sort of lifts that weight off his shoulders, and I think one well, like a couple of things Saez could learn off Hernandez. You know, sort of when to shoot, when to pass I think size for me is like you can be a bit greedy take too many touches yeah. but it's not it's not through like shooting in my opinion yeah I think you can take Like one or too many touches when he could actually just pull the trigger and have a crack. And that's one thing Hernandez does superbly. He knows when to sort of have a dig from the edge of the box. We saw that goal against Norwich. He he just knows instinctively when the right time is to have a have a shot on goal. And Saez hasn't learned that from me. You know, we see too many delicate chips when he gets into dangerous areas. We see too many touches when perhaps he should slip a man in. I think, you know, that side of his game he, he really needs to work on. So if we if we
0: revisit the Borough game then, obviously first v second, the so called Bielsa ball v Pulis ball in the sense that Bielsa is the, the fluid football as it's been uh, marketed against the purely sort of long ball, old tactician style. To me, of of the course of the game, I would it was, it was a fairly even game. I think Middlesbrough looked very organised, and I mean super organised. And, and we've said our fair that I don't think many teams will roll them over easily, or they'll maybe I don't think they'll concede that many goals. Leeds, on the other hand, again we we stick to plan here, don't we? The, the Bielsa ball method is is is, is what he's going for did you ever feel in that game that, w- that we could have nicked it I personally thought we could have both been there all day and not scored a goal
1: look it was two managers who cancelled each other out they had a lot of respect for each other before kick off and that was the way it played out you know as you said I, we were talking I really don't think teams will beat Middlesbrough I think they're going to be the real deal and um, you know if we finish above them I genuinely think that will be in a in a, uh, in a a promotion position I genuinely think they're, they're that good and any team that finishes above Borough will go up they're perfectly set up in terms of, of Pulis Set up, the, you know, the three centre halves, Ayala, Flint, Dale Fry, they're all massive, absolute units. Uh, and then obviously the wing backs as well are the similar sizes, sort of Ryan Shotton and George Friend, there's real height in that team. And yeah, they came for a point, they played for a point, they got a point. Pulis is clever, he knows the league, he yeah. knows that not too many teams are going to win at Ellen Road this season. And at this stage of the season, coming away from our place with a point is, is a decent result for them. And in the long run, you know, they can go back to the riverside and, and keep winning games. At our, I thought they were excellent I thought their game management were excellent Adam Clayton was excellent in midfield for them I thought they they really did well and to be honest they did have the better chances didn't they really yeah. some longer should have scored they had a couple of couple of penalty shouts that were a lot closer than ours and then you know Barry Douglas was probably lucky not to see red as well mm. for that naughty tackle uh, in the second half but um yeah, it was a bit of a lesson for us We came up against a good side I was delighted with how he defended I thought Barardi was terrific He you know. was, yeah
0: I, th- I think he's been uh, pretty He's been exceptional He has, yeah yeah.
1: I sort of struggled to see how you can go back to Jansen after that performance Can you know, need keep a, a clean sheet It's a real difficult choice, that one
0: To say he was coming in for a bit of criticism last season towards, the, Especially towards the end I know him getting sent off a few times didn't help But I, th- I think he's been fantastic
1: yeah, I mean, look, he deserved his criticism. Um, we saw that ill-discipline return to yeah. his game. The three red cards, wasn't it, in the yeah. season? It's just ridiculous by anyone's standard. You know, we want him to be this hard man, but there's, there's, there's being this hard man without getting yourself suspended the whole time. Uh, but, it, you know, he, he he's impressed, and Bielsa called out his name in his very first press conference, didn't he? He said, yeah. I want players with versatility like Berardi. And he, he's certainly shown that centre-half. He's he's willing, he's eager. He's got an orthodox method of tackling tall strikers climbing up cracked his back for sure but um, you know he's a good tackler and he reads the game well and um, if he's set on having Cooper for his sort of distribution and leadership then I think Jansen could be in for a sort of unhappy few months I think Jansen's an interesting one one, isn't it because
0: I think he likes to be the centre of the attention he obviously wants to start he's going to if this continues he's going to sort get the team because I don't think Bielsa will back down to anybody and there's always that dilemma of whether he actually wants to be here or not. He keeps saying he does. I think when win winning, he probably does. But I don't know. Will, will he? Will he want to move elsewhere if, if this continues?
1: Yeah, I mean, look. At the end of the day, any footballer is going to want to move if they're not playing football. That's yeah. that's just the way it is. Um, but to be honest. It's a tough one, isn't it? I mean, yeah, I mean when when we're winning, he is great. He's all passionate and stuff. But he said himself, he's able to tone it. He's been to- trying to tone it down. You know, it's a it's sort of team game. Um, I feel for Yanson. You know, he obviously had this great world. Well, not but Sweden had a great World Cup. You know, run to the quarterfinals mm. against England. Uh, he wasn't sort of starting, but he played the first game and came on against England as well. And you know, he missed a massive chunk of pre season where the players were sort of doing. All their, um, all their hardest work. Uh, and that makes it difficult. And then, you know, you sort of look at the players' Instagrams and Twitters and stuff, and you can see that they're, you know, they're training hard again. I think Ruth posted something saying, you know, second pre season underway. And Yanson's missing again. Like, and, you know, he's, it's difficult. Like, should he be punished because he's getting picked for his country? You no, know, mm. he's representing Leeds United on a global stage you know we want players to be playing for their country you know it's great to see Klitsch getting back in the international scene because of what he's done for Leeds United it's a real tough one but you know he's missing out on the basis that he has been a successful player and is having an international career which is obviously what any any player should be aspiring to so it's a tough one to sort of punish him on that front but again you have to say well how can Bielsa pick him if there's better players that, that fit the system and know the system better and for him it's all about the system rather than the individual and if there are players that suit its needs better. Then he's going to stick with it, regardless of who the who the player is.
0: Yeah, much respect to also because he sticks with the team. If it wins, I think he sticks with it again, doesn't he? Unless he's got an injury. Hundred percent. And why not? You know, why change a winning team? So obviously we've, we've we're in the middle of national break, which uh, will end uh, this this midweek, and then we go to a huge, huge game on Saturday, don't we? Millwall. We all know the story of Millwall away last season. It was our first defeat in the league, is that right? If I remember, it was, yeah. yeah. 1 0 de- defeat. We played absolutely dreadfully. Uh, and we just, after that
1: defeat, we seemed to fall apart, didn't we? Yeah, I mean, look, we got completely Millwall, didn't we? I think yeah. This weekend is perhaps the acid test. You know, we've talked to lots of different tests along the way, but if there's ever a time to prove yourself as a, as a manager with a philosophy you know greater than anyone else's it's going to the den and, in, and imposing your style on Millwall they don't like anybody's style being imposed and the crowd will be well what can you say there'll be a Millwall crowd won't they they'll be uh, up in our faces we'll be up against it and look that's when you know something's really different if we go there and pick up three points don't you uh, it is going to be tricky it's going to be physical they're going to get stuck in They're going to get, I like, Steve Morrison will be up front. You know, he's already talked about turning into Zlatan. I couldn't
0: believe when I read that.
1: You know, they want to bring their A game against them. Of course they do, yeah. the way it is. It's, It's just the fact of life. Like, any Millwall side or any team... Sort of with a with a rivalry against Leeds, are desperate to beat them. Uh, they've had a poor start to the season; they've struggled a little bit. A bad de- a defeat last time out to a ten man Swansea team, and you know things. It's going to turn a bit na- nasty if they lose another one there. So um, yeah, big big ass this weekend. I think the,
0: the 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 one positive or the one advantage I think we've got over last season is we've got a man in charge who's probably watched hours of footage of that game, analysed it to the hills. And it's probably telling all the players what not to do th- this time around, as opposed to last time around. I think he's that analytic, analytical, and goes into things in such detail that I think he'll be drilling into the. Because se- I know that the, the, the team is changing in the sense of outgoings, but a lot of the same players
1: are here, aren't they? This season, so yeah, I mean, it, it will effectively be the same team. Yeah. but you know, having having a manager telling you what to do and going out and doing it against a team will be so fired up is going to be a totally different thing. You know, we've we've got to absolutely waive that for, you know, we've got to ride the first half an hour. We've got to get through the sort of, uh, you know, the extremities that are going to come our way. They're going to be niggling fouls. They're going to be kicking players up in the air. They'll be pressing hard. They'll be all over us like a rash. And fair play to them. That's what they do, and that's what they do successfully. You know, if there's a man who knows how to beat Leeds, it's Neil Harris, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and sadly, you know, I, I think... Oh, it pains me to say, it, but I don't think a draw would be a bad result given the season. No, I, I, I don't think.
0: Yeah, I don't think it would be either because we 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 quickly follow that game by Preston and I think if we can, if we can still have a, an unbeaten mentality after Millwall game, given what happened last season, I think most people would take a point. And and yeah. and as for Millwall this season so far, they've they've not had the best of starts, have they? I think they've only won one game so far. But like you said, I think it that probably goes out the window come Saturday because they will be pumped up.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, they hadn't won an away game when they came to Elland Road last year, and yeah. they they beat us 4-3. God, they went on they went on the right run after that, didn't they? Yeah, they nearly made the playoffs yeah. after that. So um, it's Millwall, isn't it? It's just like that that inner fear as a Leeds United fan. You you just get it. There are just some games where you just you just know what's happening, and it's. Oh, it's just brutal to watch And yeah. every year you turn up and think this is the year, it'll all be different but we did exactly the same last year we turned up thinking exactly the same we were playing neat, attractive football it was an attacking style, an attacking brand and it, it got blown off the park and like you say, the one difference is the manager You know, he, he'll want to hold firm he'll want to hold strong and um, let's hope the team's um, ready and know exactly what to expect do you think Millwall will maybe
0: look to change their style of play based on a) how Leeds have started, and b) what Leeds have almost come unstuck against? You know the the the, the borough sort of performance, the Preston performance where they got a two 0 win. Do you think do you think Millwall will 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 stick to their guns of of trying to play attacking football like they did at the Den and at Ellen Rodger? Do you think Neil Harris has got in his head that he maybe needs to switch it up to try and try and
1: counteract what Bielsa does? No, I can't. I can't see them changing it. Look, they're a they're a very direct side. You know, a lot of people have this misconception that Mill are a sort of massive long ball team, but they move it faster They do, the yeah. They move it wide. They, they get crosses in the box. Not getting Ben Marshall back was a big blow for them. They got you know Aiden O'Brien, Jed Wallace. They've got they've got good crosses of the ball, and if that's one area we are a bit weak. You know, you could say how you know how are we going to defend crosses. We did well against Middlesbrough on set pieces, but that's sort of different prospect At crosses in open play. And again, you know, if starts, you're going to have to have a big, big game playing against someone like Morrison, who's handy in the air. Lee Gregory's really handy in the air. I don't think they'll change the style at all. I don't think the, the Millwall fans will allow that. They'll want to come full us so at 100%. They'll be charging out the blocks that first 20 minutes. That's how they win games. You know, they have to shock teams into submission sort of thing. You know, you have to really stun them in that opening park. because so I do think we'll be bit fitter. I do think we'll be the better side. And, um, you know, we've got to hang in there and... Um, you yeah, Have a look at try, trying to keep the ball in that first half and negate the crowd and get a couple of early chances and don't let them build any pressure and don't let them build up a head of steam because that's, that's where we will come you know, crashing down. I've personally never been to the Den, but I believe you have. I have. Yeah. Yes.
0: What What I, What's the atmosphere like on on a game day between I, Millwall and Leeds? I mean, it's a weird
1: weird one. Like, I I work with a Millwall fan. Like, their attendances aren't great. You know, the, the ground isn't isn't particularly full, but they do turn out for Leeds. You know, they sell far more tickets I don't think it'd be a sellout, but they they sell far more tickets against us. And you know, there's a genuine edge to this game. It's got a genuine nasty feeling, which you don't particularly get in any other games these days. You know, they they love beating us. They they you know they love making life and Comfortable for us, and there is a bit of a din around it. They 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 can make a noise if if they get going, and uh, you know fair play to them because if you can create, oh, we've seen it Elham road, if you can create that sort of intimidating atmosphere then you know that's a massive boost to your side I mean, yeah I don't, I don't think they get that sort of home atmosphere going in every single game and they're a bit like us if it's going their way things can turn nasty against their own team which is what we've got to try and do, we've got to try and turn that crowd and use that atmosphere to our advantage teams talk about doing that at Ellen road don't they you know come and make the sort of 30,000 crowd sort of poisonous and against the team which makes it harder to Play and we've we've got to try and do the same. I think on Saturday.
0: Yeah, we certainly do, and hopefully, it's a better result than it was last season because we you know that that was a pure result and B it sort of shaped our season, didn't it?
1: Yeah, I mean it, it did. I mean, I, I mean, a lot met was made of that game. Let's be honest, didn't? Yeah. It? It's difficult to sort of pin it all on everything. I mean, looking back, obviously, that was the first one where we got found out. But let's not forget, we came back and we beat Ipswich the week after it. Wasn't, that wasn't the start of the massive yeah. losing run. We, you know, we then went to Card- uh, Cardiff and got completely war-knocked as well. Yeah. Yeah, you know, th- things collapsed. But I went to Sheffield Wednesday, and they were very clever as well. I mean, they, they played a very physical, direct game that day. They used Stephen Fletcher as a sort of battering ram on on Pennington, and they did a job on us as well. And by that point, the tone was set. Yeah, I mean, it, it was seen as a sort of turning point of the season, but we should have been good enough to change it up and go, look, it's one game. Many team Leeds teams have lost at the Den before. Many Leeds teams will continue to lose at the Den if we stay in this division. That's, that's part of life, sadly. Um, that's part of being a Leeds United supporter and I'd like to think even if we were beaten that that won't affect our philosophy and the way Bielsa's going to play and I think that'll be the main difference You know, even if we do get beat on Saturday even if we get, if we, if we get drugged on Saturday Bielsa's not going to change the way he plays football Christensen did, he changed his style yeah, you know, we dropped Wiedvald, Lonergan came in and we started booting it long from from goal kicks we stopped playing that uh, you know, passing out from the back and there's no way Bielsa's going to change his, his style for anyone so I think that'll be the main difference even if we do lose the game yeah,
0: definitely, and obviously there's no rest for the wicked because the players are back in Leeds on the Tuesday, the following Tuesday, against Preston North End, which is sort of a replay of the other week because
1: Preston North End came well on on a Tuesday and beat us, didn't they? Yeah, I mean, look, this game's full of cliches, isn't it? But there there is no easy games, and they're not they're not an easy side to play, Preston. Obviously, they've already got a win at Ellen Road this season. You know, we were talking earlier, weren't we, before before we started recording about how they did a job on us at Ellen Road last year. They got a nil-nil draw. They turned up. They time wasted early, which they certainly did in the cup. There's some niggling fouls. You know, they left the boot in. They're aggressive and they got a good point. I, I really like Alex Neil. I think he's a good manager. He did terrifically well to get pr- Preston in playoff contention last season. He sets up his team well, but. You know, if you look at their results, they've not won this since the opening day. They've lost all three of their away games so far. They've not scored a single goal away from home yet. Five conceded, none scored beaten at Swansea, beaten at Norwich, beaten at Derby. And I'd like to think that our first team would turn up and, you know, have have more than, than Preston should be able to handle. Obviously, the, the Cup didn't go so well, but with everyone back and playing, Preston have been a bit unlucky They've been a couple of long-term injuries. They lost Billy Bowden. They lost Shawnee McGuire. And I, I kind of sh- struggle to see where their goals are going to come from. Mm. And I think they are going to sit deep. They're going to sit like Middlesbrough. And uh, I think it would be a bit like that Rotherham game where, you know, Leeds have got to be prepared to be patient. They've got to be prepared to, you know, sit and wait for wait for gaps to open. And we've got to find a way of breaking them down. And, you know, it's going to be a completely different test to Millwall again. That That's the nature of this league, isn't it? That, you know, there's so many different types of games and factors you have to overcome.
0: Yeah you do and obviously Alex Neal is the one thing nobody else has isn't it? and that's a victory over Marcelo Bielsa albeit in the cup and Leeds themselves along with Preston made plenty of changes didn't they? Do you think, do you think Neil approaches the game in the same way or last season when it was Christensen he approached the game very similarly and Preston sort of went for that sort of niggly little fouls, sort of sometimes 10 behind the ball with one up front do you think he's going to approach it the exact same way and try and silence and frustrate the
1: crowd again? Yeah, he's a good tactician. You know, he did a brilliant job at Norwich. He got them out of sort of mid-table into the playoffs and up. He, he did a great job getting getting them promoted. It right? didn't quite work out for them in the Premier League. And he, you know, he got the elbow the year after. But actually, they've continued going downhill since he left the club. Um, I think he will play the same way. I think he'll sort of look at it and go, well, actually, you know, a point at Ellen Road, especially given our away form so far, will be, be an excellent result. And I think he'll set up exactly the way he did in the Cup. They'll look to hit us on the break. We've got some decent footballers. I like that Alan Brown. I think he's a talent uh, uh, He's got a cracking goal Against Bolton on, on, the, on the volley If you've seen that That's a that's an absolute belter And I think He will look to play Exactly the same way They'll be aggressive And I think they will sit deep And I think they'll look To pick us off And that's up to us Again to sort of Counteract that
0: Yeah no. Brandon Barker Scored a very good goal Against us he didn't did, he yeah, that, was, mean, that, was a, that was a good goal As well wasn't it That was a sucker punch Of a goal when he scored it But it was a fantastic finish I had a great angle of That it just flew Beyond Blackman
1: yeah, I mean they did the job on us in the first. They did, yeah. You know, but we, you know, we were sort of creators of our own downfall. Gave the ball away too much. You know, gave away a first minute penalty or whatever it was, something daft. So um, yeah, we have got to be more alert and use the ball better and be aware that they can they can punish yeah. us and we won't get away with that.
0: It'll be interesting to see how, how how we do after the international break. Obviously, a lot of momentum still, isn't there? But top of the league on goal difference, but we are top of the league. Did you did you see that coming at the start of the season?
1: No, I didn't. I I thought. I, didn't, I thought that uh, it would take a bit of time to settle into his style. I thought, you know, players returning would have to learn Bielsa's game. I, I genuinely thought he'd slot the likes of Bamford and Jansen into his first team. I thought maybe the likes of Baker would come in. Um, you know, I, d- I didn't think those new signings would have the sort of time to settle. But the lads, you know, to their credit, have done well. The ones who've been around last season, the Coopers, the Baradis, the Roos—we've talked about them all. They've, they've settled in brilliantly, haven't they? And uh, you know, they've learned a new way of playing, and they all look completely different players last season. I thought. Such a tough start. I thought, you know, keep hanging in there, being mid table. You know, a couple of wins a couple of draws and I'd have been reasonably happy with, with that and sort of try and pick up the pace after this international break we, we've got a foundation to build from now we've got, we've got a base to kick on from and on paper I know it, it, it's a horrible thing to say but the fixtures look easier don't they um, they do you know, no so, so-called promotion contenders coming up there's a nasty little trip to Hillsborough on a Friday night somewhere in there before the break but you know we've got Birmingham sitting in there at home which we should win you know Wednesday away is not quite the prospect it used to be Hull away you know in their current form you're looking at that and going well you know we've we've got to win that game and um, yeah look that's that's all before the next international break and everybody else has got to be looking at that and going yes please thank you very much I'll I'll have a bit of that
0: yeah if, if you were to go on results so far and upcoming fixtures you would you would like to think we'd be still top two wouldn't you really
1: Oh, look, if we're going to go up, we have to win these sort of games. Yeah. I mean, you're looking at Millwall away. I can't see them pushing beyond mid-table this season. Preston at home, again, they're, they're, we talked about how competitive they are, but their form at Deepdale has always been a lot better than it has been away from home. Uh, and then we've got it's the Birmingham game on the Sunday. They're absolutely, I know that Gary Monk's in charge and there's always that factor, but they're, you know, I think they'll struggle to get themselves above the bottom three this season with the lack of investment in the squad and all the well-documented problems they've had. Yeah. Then it's a trip to Hillsborough. Uh, they're a difficult one. Wins. They've got some talented players, but they're nothing like the force they used to be. No. The sort of playoff contenders, and again, you've got to be looking at that and going point minimum. And then it's um, and then it's a trip to Hull, and again, they're just all the clear outs there, and you're looking at that and you're thinking shouldn't be losing any of those games on paper. But then again, it is the championship, and strange things happen, and often the teams aren't, aren't quite what you think they are. You know, we thought Stoke would, would be world beaters. They've had a terrible start. Um, I thought Norwich would be better than they were. Derby have picked up, although we, bat, you know, we battered them. And Swansea have been a mixed bag as well. Though they looked terrific when we played them. It's it's such a weird league. It's absolutely baffling, and it's just too hard to tell who's good and who's not at this stage of the season. It is. Yeah,
0: it's too it's too early, isn't it, really?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that's just the way it is, isn't mm. it? The, the Championship. All week, who'd have thought that? You know, when Cardiff beat us all the way back in that September, I thought they they'll drop off. No problem at all. They'll absolutely disappear. Uh, they didn't they just kept going and now they're in the Premier League um, so who's to say there won't be a team like that And you know it's maybe maybe Wednesday with a bit of pressure off we'll, we'll kick through for once and um, you know maybe it's difficult isn't it maybe Preston will find their form you know will Monk get Birmingham playing you can never never guarantee three points in this league no, you can't. that's what makes it so hard to get promoted out of. Yeah, we're looking
0: at the fixtures obviously the ones you mentioned and after Hull Leeds play Brentford at home on Sky
1: I th- that's the one I missed yeah, yeah. so I think
0: I think because they're in, they've had a really good start for Brentford and I think they, they are one of the teams to look out for this season
1: yeah, I mean they are. You're right. They're a cracking footballing team. Great style. Dean Smith
0: in charge. I think the, I think the only issue. Sh- 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 yeah, the only. Sorry, sorry, to cut you off there. The only thing. The only issue they use you have is if they've got a star performer, they often touted in the transfer market, aren't they?
1: Yeah, I mean they lost Ryan Woods, didn't they? Mm. He was a sort of a big player for them. And that Neil Moore pay up front, he's a goal scorer. I, I imagine there'll be a few Prem clubs sniffing around Ollie Watkins. Do I think they'll sustain it? In my opinion, I, I don't think they will. I think they'll they they're a team who's sort of going peaks and troughs. It seems to me Brentford. They, you know, they had a terrible start to last season. Came really good. You know, put a winning streak together. But they they do seem to have sort of runs of defeats. Dean Smith's job was on the line at the start of last year. They were so poor. Um, um, again Are they that great Away from Griffin Park That's a tough place To play isn't it You know Sort of narrow pitch Small stadium Quite enclosed They really impose Their style on teams there And Yeah not, Again I think that's a game We should be winning At Ellum Road
0: So the fixtures Are going to come Thick and fast again Aren't they Once the international Break is over
1: Yep although We don't have the cup I suppose in the way yeah. Which is Guess one thing I'm happy by that To be honest it's not, I mean it was disappointing on the night I kind of wanted a big draw But it's not the end of the world no. You know, we'll, Our players will be having a night off When half the championship teams will be in action yep. So not the end of the world by any stretch of the imagination So before we uh,
0: finish the podcast Predictions for the next two Millwall-Preston?
1: Oh, I'm going to say 1-1 millwall I think they'll take the lead and we'll fight back with a bit of newfound character. I think we'll beat Preston 2-0. I'll go for a 2-0 home win. I'm
0: going gonna, I'm gonna to go for a double sweep. I'm going to say 1-0 to Leeds against Millwall. And judging by how Preston play, maybe an odd goal against Preston. Two nils also. I love you. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. I just think we're a different animal under Bielsa. I I, I, and that's that's not me saying we're going to play amazingly well every game because I don't think we have. Um, I think middles we we played we we fought well, but I think the 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 sort of fizz wasn't there compared to other games, and that I think that was partly down to Hernandez. So if we get Hernandez fit, I think we'll. I think that it, without Hernandez, we're 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 a jigsaw piece away from the puzzle being completed. Um, but when he's there, I think not many teams will beat us.
1: I think that's a very fair analogy. Yeah,
0: thank you. <laughs> all right, thank you very much for joining me again, Tom. Thank you. We sh- thank you for everything. We shall do this as soon as possible for the next time, and hopefully we'll we'll beat Millwall. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Don't forget to follow all the social media stuff. Um, have a good week, and we'll see you next time.